Stand by for action. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast with your pals uh, Insufferable Neil and Tyra and Tom. <laughs> I guess, why, dude, I'm an, under a tornado watch, so if the fucking window, if the window blows in and I get sucked out, then, uh, you know, you'd have to carry on without that, me, That would friend. be such a great, like, vi- uh, that could be viral, like, you should be taping yourself on your phone or something, <laughs> though I'm not sure how we'd recover it. As I uh, as I get sucked Just out like the, the window last by a tornado, he'll be like, "My number one pick for 2023, as of halfway through the year, is oh, <laughs> yep, yep." Like I oh, said, are you, wearing, are you wearing your ruby slippers, my friend? <laughs> no. Not. Are your neighbors gonna dance around you and say, "Ding dong"? <laughs> as it la- as the house lands on my head, yeah, I guess exactly. I should guess I shouldn't be joking about that because this happens down south. You can hear the siren, right? I, I really can't know. Uh, well, right. well, there's, there's Listen, Neil. If we can't laugh through tra- tragedy, when can we laugh? That's true. That's true. That's how brave we are. We're fucking doing this through a tornado. Recording exactly. for well, you. Yeah, like I said, it's just raining here. I'm on call for work, so if we have any sewer emergencies, I might have to rush out. But sewer uh, emergencies. That's that's Tom yes. for you. Yes. We Tom have a does. very modern. We have a very modern, well-maintained system, so the rain doesn't affect us. Well, that's good. You have good. Uh, you have good sewers in. Uh, good separation of the storm sewers versus the sanitary sewers. See, yes. we don't up here. The fucking Skokie and Evanston, the streets flood constantly whenever there's heavy rain. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying it doesn't do that. I'm just saying it doesn't mix together. Ah, you don't have poop. with the with your dirty poop water. Poop water has a good name for a for a band of some kind. Of wasn't some that ilk. that band from that movie? Wasn't that the band from Almost Famous? That Rolling Stone movie. Oh, was movie it movie about the Rolling Stone writer? No, it was, it was Stillwater. <laughs> it was Stillwater. Not poop water. That movie got really good reviews, and I watched it. And goddamn, it was it was okay, but it was so fucking long. It was like two hours long. That movie. Oh, jeez, you and your attention span. No, well, it wasn't. It wasn't that interesting of a premise to begin I, with. I only watched it one time. I only watched it one time. I thought it was amusing, but it wasn't. It's not like a favorite of mine or anything. He was in touch with Lester. Cameron, it was Cameron Crowe, right? It was yeah. Cameron Crowe wrote it about his uh, like time writing for Rolling Stone. Now, was it Lester Bangs? He was to- he, he was talking to on the phone. I know he was talking to remember. a famous. I mean, it's been so many. It's been so many years since I've seen it. I don't even remember that. He was a famous Rolling Stone writer that was like really gruff and hated everything that he would talk to mm. and stuff. Yeah. Huh. And, and the music, the music was god awful, just like it was in the states in the mid seventies. The music was god awful. That means the Rolling Stone gave it all amazing reviews. Of course it did. Yes, Rolling Stone. Like those those Roko, these Yoko Ono albums that sound like throwing a basket of silverware down the down the <laughs> stairs and give it like a nine out of ten. Actually, <sighs> though, I will well, say they had this: to go back and had to go back and revive their Ramones and Black Sabbath reviews. Who they panned. Um, I will say. I will say this. Hi, Sheena. Um, as soon as, uh, like, Laura got, Laura was a huge John Lennon. She doesn't Lennon. like being locked in the house when it rains. Oh, is that right? She's stupid. Laura was a huge John Lennon Beatles fan. 
So oh, yeah. she she used to get like all the John Lennon solo albums. You, you were like you were like her little B grade John Lennon. <laughs> I guess I guess because I, I never I never beat women, so you know I guess I can't really be that that good. Well, um, you know, you're not dead yet. <laughs> Go <laughs> something to aspire to? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, no, what was it? Oh yeah, so she got that album Double Fantasy, which is like half John songs and half Yoko songs. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. and to be honest, the Yoko songs are better than the John songs. At least they're interesting Ooh. and kind Ooh. of experimental. You know, they're you know, I shit. She would have fitted right in with Pill or something. You know, hmm. screeching, screeching and yes. caterwauling. But well. You- Anyway, you know what? You know what? That that album is not going to make either of our list for best of the first half of 2023. Yeah, that's what this episode is. It's it, no, Jesus yes. Christ, dude! This year is going by so goddamn fast. And uh, it's rolled. And all, well, also though, I mean, we should have done this two week, two weeks ago, but we got so many yeah, episodes not, in the can. It's going to be August by the time yeah. you get to hear this. <laughs> we have so many episodes in the can. We're just like fucking completely behind. But I guess that's good, right? Out yeah, working. I think we're going to probably have to drop a couple of weeks for a while, or at least more than one a week. Yeah. We're never going to get caught up. Outworking everybody, my friend. And, and we have it. Well, and it's funny because we, you know, we said we if we never had to make a call for guests again we never have to like like they they come to us fast enough that we can stay busy so i'm trying to go through a few of them right now and i got a couple that i've contacted and we're kind of trying to work through a list real quick and then i think like i said i think we you and i talked about we're kind of gonna swing for the fences maybe we'll get shot down sometimes but we're gonna kind of go after some people that we really you know not that we're winding it down or anything but just you know the kind of people we really really like to talk to so well i texted you this earlier if, but if i'm not if we're not reaching out to you personally it's probably because we're not that interested in talking to you sorry <laughs> after the okay so the durwood episode just so you guys know because yes. the, the durwood episode we just dropped and i'm really proud yeah. of that one i think it was really yeah. good and the uh the, the reviews seem to be good but durwood shared it on his instagram instagram and uh guess who liked it guess who liked his post Official uh, Cameron Cameron uh, Crow Cameron Rolling Stone Crow. magazine. <laughs> Rolling Stone. Official Billy Idol liked the uh, liked the thread. So so maybe we'll have Billy Idol on the show sometime to refute some of Derwood's claims. Huh? Now that would be something. Yeah. No, um, I tell you what, mate. <laughs> now he's too busy tearing with Generation Sex, dude. Did I saw the set list for Generation Sex? I got to tell you. It's real light on the pistol stuff. I thought it did well, and it's actually better than like when they first formed, like a two years ago or something, and they played a few shows in the U.S. Um, it was only the Steve Jones pistol songs. At least now they've put a couple of classics they in there. God save the Queen, yeah, and pretty vacant is in there. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a lot of that Steve Jones era pistols stuff, like black leather and silly thing, and uh, yeah. some of that nonsense. Um, yeah. yeah, and. Oh, they do bodies as well, but um, oh, I don't know cool. if you've if you've seen. Look up on YouTube. Look up the bodies. Billy Idol cannot sing it at all. It's the least threatening no. thing you've ever heard. Hmm. So, do you think that sad sack looking Johnny Lydon can sing it better than Billy can? Um, he would at least make it interesting. Billy, he wasn't even in tune. It was it was it was like Billy had never heard the song before. It was kind of crazy hmm. to be honest. Um, huh. but yeah. There we go. Well, but listen, anyway, you know, we learned what, what did Derwood tell us? He told us beware of lead singers. Beware of lead singers. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, he liked. So that's he, why I thought that's great that Billy Idol liked that post, but I guarantee he didn't listen to it, right? Because there's no mistaking. And it's not like he was a total, totally slagged him off. I actually thought he was pretty decent about it, considering. But uh, yeah, he was very you know, matter of fact. There's about no the mistaking whole thing. the no mistaking the message. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because so. he did say that he's still in touch with, always been in touch with Tony James, but he hasn't talked to Billy in 40 years or something. So mm. there we go. Well, I'll tell you what. So, yeah, what, so you, you, we're going to do each do like our top five for the year yep. so far. I could have actually done. And, a, uh, I, I could have actually done, done a top ten. As old as I am, I probably could have. I probably could have done ten, but and I, I feel like it's disingenuous picking things that I haven't listened to enough. Yeah, you know like what the, I mean. Like, like there's one that's on probably going to be on your list that's not on mine that probably will be on my list, but I don't have it yet. And I know you do. Oh yes, so yeah. There's, I, there's, well, that's actually like that. that's actually not on my list. That would be that would be on my honorable mentions because I just have. The ones that are on my list are basically the ones I've played the most because I figure that's mm. that's uh, that's how you judge mm. it, right? Um, and the I mean, we're talking about the Oxys, I think, right? The new album, yeah, yeah, and it's really good. I just haven't I've played it like three times. I have I haven't played mm. it a ton. You have so. do you have the vinyl? I don't. Or you just have files? I just have the files. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. I'm gonna order it here pretty shortly. You gotta get that pink on pink or whatever it is. Well, it's funny. I got I, I, I you know, and I, I, I posted on our group today. So by the time, the time you guys listen to this, you'll forgot all about it. But I get home today. There's a package on the porch. Package of records. I'm like, oh, killer. You know, I, I hadn't. I didn't have anything on order. I do. I have, I have one thing on order, but it's not anywhere near here. You're getting a nice surprise and like that is always great, right? It is right. And I see it's got no. Re- it's got a return address, but no name. But I recognize the address is where our pal Jake is from. Our mm-hmm. our moderator, our admin. Yep. Our fellow admin who helps us sort you sort the wheat from the chaff with you people in the in the Facebook group, yes. Which if you don't, yes. if, which if you're not in, you should join Billy Idol if you're listening. Um, yeah, join our, join our Facebook group. <laughs> you can watch our. You can see pictures of our friends getting drunk and stumbling around cities. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but uh, I'm like, oh, I bet she's. I, my first thought was, oh, he's probably got a couple of the. Extra, he probably sent me the Oxy's record. He and Jason, you know, we we know Jason through Jake. Yeah, Jason from the Oxys. So, and I, but I opened this up, and I had forgot about this conversation I had with Jake a month ago or two months ago, and it's these uh, two live crew twelve inch singles. Why now? Why the fuck did he send that to you? Does he not like you? I told him I used to listen to it, like hide in my parents' basement and listen to it Uh. on tape. And it's funny because I did that in the basement of my house in Wisconsin. We moved here in '89, so it's been a couple years since I did that. But uh, no, it's funny. I, I I don't know if they're playable or not. I haven't really dug into it that much. But they're like the they're like the dance mixes, dude. Like I could I like DJ some X-rated dance night or something. Well, maybe you should start so. doing that. Start start doing that in uh, in Cooperville. <laughs> dance yeah, night, dance like, night with Tom Trauma. It'd be like a Friday night rock and roll bingo. Saturday night dirty dance <laughs> night. <with> Tom Trauma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Didn't he send you a fucking Nazareth album too? Yeah, yeah. No, see, now I would actually, I actually think that album's pretty good for like a '70s hard rock album. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hair of the dog, you know. Now you're messing with a oh, son of a bitch. bitch. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, they're from Scotland, aren't they? I, I, probably, I, your, probably your cousins, dude. Oh, or are they just from the northeast of England, like Newcastle or something? I don't know. I don't know where they're from, but they had that one album. That, of course, it had Hair of the Dog and Love Hurts, and I know they had a bunch of other albums that were kind of like hard rock classics, but those were their two big like radio hits. What was that, like mid-70s? I don't know. That's like my uncle's records, you know? Yeah, I'm sure that uh, Uncle... Uh, Uncle. Oh, you know what? I wanted to ask you about talking about Uncle... What's his name? Uncle Jesse? What's his name? Tim or Marv? Uncle Marv. Uncle Marv. Sorry. I 
For well, I'll tell you what, Neil. We, 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 I'll tell you what. We're going to play a bunch of songs. Oh, we got songs. a bunch of songs. Yes, 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 yes. So why don't we why don't we each play our, say, number five song right now? Sounds we'll good. play them back to back. And then we can do a little mindless storytelling in between. Okay, that sounds good. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Well, we're, we'll play. Okay, I, I can go I, first. I made a swap. Why don't you go ahead so I can think for a second what I wrote about? I should go first in or are case. We just gonna, are we doing like no particular order or what are we doing? Yeah, we can do. Are you five. trying to count down Casey Kasem style? I can. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got a I've got an order, so yeah, we can we can do that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my number five is um, English band, hung like Hanratty. Um, mm. Almost kind like of funny, right? Oh yeah, kind of a comedy punk band. Um, but the songs are great, and the lyrics are funny as fuck, especially for people our age. Um, this is cause, so they have a new album or uh, album in 2023 called uh, Going Nowhere is the name of the album and mm-hmm. I, I could have picked any one of the songs off of it because they're all good uh, but this song is called My Dinner's in the Dog and it's about getting in trouble with your wife so playing this for you Tom mm. so this is <laughs> like Henretti, uh My Dinner's in the Dog
Perfect. Sheena says, where's the dinner? (laughs) That's pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, anyway, that was Hung Like and Ready with uh, My Dinners and the Dog. That's my number five so far of 2023. So I've been been hesitant to play any... Sheena, I'm going to strangle you. (laughs) Where's my dinner? Where's my dinner? Eddie, can you shut her up, please? Oh boy, oh, kids! Kids are giving kids are giving you a stick. She's mad at me because I'm not upstairs recording. I didn't want to go upstairs. I'm like it's my freaking house. Are you in the back room, dude? I'm 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 that parent on the punk album. My house, you know, my house. Anyway, I don't know what the, what the dog's problem is. But uh, anyway, I've been hesitant to play any metal, and I you know I played DRI and stuff like that, some kind of metallic hardcore type stuff. But I gotta say, this is definitely my top five for the year. So I'm gonna play an Overkill song. Uh, Overkill, of course, name inspired by Motorhead. They're from New Jersey. They used to play a lot of punk songs in their early days. Famously, uh, Sonic Producer. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing, you know, I'm usually drawn towards the thrashier bands that have the more shouty vocals, kind of mm-hmm. like the hardcore style vocals. Yeah, yeah. These guys definitely have a more traditional, a traditional metal metal vocal. But anyway, yeah, this is Overkill. This is their 23rd or fourth album or something. And uh, that's overkill, yeah. Tom. <laughs> it is, it is. And this is their their hardworking dudes, hardworking blue collar Jersey guys. This is like the this is like the lead single from the new album. So the big the big thrash albums this year are this and Metallica, and this is much more exciting than the new Metallica. So this is uh, Overkill from Scorched, and the song is The Surgeon.
All right, one from uh, Tom's metal years there. That was Overkill with my the metal surgeon. years are still here. That's true, not a lot, yeah. but occasionally. Well, it's it's funny, you, Neil. You know, Neil and I had an off off the off the recording discussion about this because you know we read some we read some hate mail uh, a while back, and the guy actually followed up with us, and and you know. Once again, he, he said he's only really got a bone with thirty percent of us, and then we got this other angry, <laughs> angry email, and and I wanted to read it. Neil didn't want to read it, so we're 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 not going to read it just because we don't want to send the message that sending us hate mail is a guaranteed way to get get on right. the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even though I laughed, it didn't really it didn't really bother me. Um, they were mad that I don't know. They're mad, and once again, it's the things they tend to be mad about are. You know, don't be a pussy. Don't be so worried about what people think about this stuff. And I and I do think we try to walk a fine line with that. You know, because we do. Uh, it's and it's tough, man. I mean, yeah, okay, we could be real tough and just you know, just alienate everyone. But by the same token, we are trying to get people to listen to us too. Well, and and we we're not Nazis. Well, well, and we're or on whatever. A, well, we're on a platform too. I mean, Apple can pull our podcast at any time for any reason. And so can so can at Spotify. So can anybody. So Ugh. we have to abide by. So we, we have to social abide norms. by certain rules and stuff. It and does I'm, suck you know, abiding by social norms. I mean, I, I do kind of resent it, but well, I, I don't know. The funny thing is, Tom, that I expect people to uh, to think we're we, we tend to be right wing and to say that we're too we're too much of that way. But this last piece of hate mail was, I think, reading between the lines, was basically saying that we're not right wing enough. <laughs> So, well, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't think we're funny. politically. I don't think we're politically correct. Like we don't. We're not oh, motivated God, no. by political no. correctness. But like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just not really looking to. You know, I get it. We've made jokes about this. If you see the if you see the name Punk Till I Die and you and you come on and you expect us to be crustier and, um, you know, living in squats or something or our mom's basement. <laughs> We're going to disappoint you. We've we've made this joke, you know. We we called it this because posers till we die was already taken, but we just you know. So I'm sorry if we're not punk enough for you. Well, even if, though Neil and I have also had conversations about you know because you see all this stuff about oh you know punk shouldn't have gatekeeping, and I think we've come to the conclusion that punk should have gatekeeping. Needs more gatekeeping. Of, we've let a lot of people in that quite frankly shouldn't be here. <laughs> Ruin the fucking scene, yeah. Hundred uh, percent. But uh, so. Um, what do you want to do? You want to play another song, or um, you want to uh, you want to ask me about Uncle Marv? It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Uh, well, yeah. So, um, it was about this time last year that I came to visit you, and we went for a little yes. boat ride with Uncle Marv, and it, well, people loved that Uncle episode. Un- yes, Uncle yes. Marv and Uncle Tim. Yeah, and we got pulled over by the fucking river police and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I believe that last week you went for a you you did a you did a yes. boat about two right. Um, my uh, same uncles again, Tim and Marv, and my brother Phil, who I don't get to hang out with that much socially outside of like lunch at mom. So that was kind of fun. I've never met your brother. It's so weird. I've met he your uncles, but so I've so many beers, dude. I've I've never met your brother, dude. It's it's so weird. Uh, yeah, maybe next time you're in town. He doesn't. Uh, he lives he lives in the same town as me, more or less. But he is out in the country, and he's got younger kids, so he's not really. Uh, a bar fly or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Does he? You know, he's just kind of cloistered out in the country. Does he ever listen to the podcast or anything? Does he know that you do it? He knows I do it. Mm. I think he's he's um he's become very 
politically we don't get along so well anymore. Okay, that and, means uh, he's. But I assume that means he's a huge MAGA good dude. Then knowing uh, that, yeah, I would say that he's motivated uh, to the right. Yes, definitely. But it's uh, you know what? I don't even want to say. I don't want to say MAGA because there's nothing. Absolutely nothing no, wrong with he's saying definitely, he's definitely a MAGA guy. But uh, but mean, I'm going to say. But yeah. I was just going to say. There's not absolutely nothing wrong with saying "Make America Great Again." What's the matter with that? Well, the, the the thing you and I both say, you know, it's like you call us right wing if we want, but the fact of the matter is, just because we don't buy everything that the left wing sells doesn't make us right wing. I'm sorry, that's just not. Some of this left wing stuff is insane. That's going on. Right, right. In my state of Michigan, it's insane. Yeah, we're, Michi- you know, we're legalizing crime and just all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Yeah, Mich- Michigan but, is fucked. Yeah, and yeah. I guess, I guess, you know, it is, you know, it is funny, right? Because I definitely was a hardcore anarchist when I was younger, but. You know, I guess the older I get, the more I do believe in a certain amount of ordered society. I guess that's what happens when you, you manage to somehow scrape together a little bit of something you call your own. You tend to want to be able to defend it. But. Well, you come to realize that society people are on the whole are dickheads, and yeah. we need to be protected from the dickheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the people that well, are I'm doing that are the police, you know. Well, I'm strapped. Well, I don't know if the police are doing that. Maybe in our neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's funny. I went to Ann Arbor. Uh, I spent the day in Ann Arbor last last week last weekend with my wife. I took the week off the Fourth of July, which was nice. Slept in for like a week straight. You know, hmm. um, didn't really do much. Worked around the house a little bit, but we went to Ann Arbor. And Ann Arbor is one of these. They've pretty much gotten rid of like routine traffic stops. What the fuck? Like they because you just can't be pulling people over, and it's just bizarre. The so you go to this town. It's a beautiful little downtown, and you know we sat down, and had a pint at this Irish joint. I think you'd have been impressed, man. It seemed pretty legit, like old school oak, dark oak, and everything inside. It felt like a real Irish pub. Wasn't like that piece Anyways. of shit one that we went to out in the yeah. <laughs> like you. Yeah. Well, we sat in the street. I'll tell you how authentic it was. We sat in the street. I ordered a harp. My wife got a Blue Moon, very authentic Irish pub, Irish <laughs> beer. It was seven bucks a pint. Oh, there you go. That's authentic. Which might not seem like much to our English listeners who are used to paying, you know, seven pounds for a pint or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and then, uh, so we were in this little yuppie downtown. Did some record shopping. Picked up the uh, reissue of the Repo Man soundtrack, which is Oh, nice. Fun. Okay, yeah, yeah. And a couple of seven inches. And uh, so, yeah, we had this drink in this real yuppie area. And then we're walking back to the car. And there's this guy in a relatively unusual suit black and white suit uh, standing guard over his fresh dookie on the sidewalk you know i mean this is the modern city experience right what do you, what do you mean what do you mean uh, he was standing over his fresh turd he shit on the street yeah they don't dude, do that in chicago yet dude you should have beaten the shit out of him right there you should oh, <laughs> put his head through the window saying, it's, it's just strange what's going on in some of these cities they don't <laughs> you know you're gonna you lose lose the family element you lose the you know, you just have to have a certain amount of order, right? Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I still see. I still hate cops. I'm a, I'm a contradiction. I'm a enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in a black t-shirt. See, I don't. I I never really did, to be honest. And and now more than ever, it's like Jesus. I, am, I have a I fucking have a real, impossible job. Impossible job. I have a real. Dip, I, I mean, I I kind of get that. Like, I do feel sorry for like these guys in Chicago or whatever. But the way they train, the way they look at the look at society, the way they look at citizens as combatants, it's just not right. It's just not. It's not right at all. There needs to be some real. I, I'm not a big fan of the ban the police because I do think you do need a certain level of police. But by the same token, I would say at the very least, we need to retrain the police. 
retrain the police. All right. Well, you don't want them to be like England. You don't want them to be like England, where they're like actually you know marching along with the demonstrators and stuff like that. And you know, well, we could never be like England because as much as everybody loves to think we could be this utopia, we take away all the guns, we make this some kind of a gun for utopia. There are so many guns in this country; it's never going to happen. It's just, yeah, well, ne- it's just never. You know, we're not we're not going to be our cops are never going to have billy clubs. Oh well, no, they're just but the people are running around in London now with fucking machetes and stuff. They're, yeah, I so, know. They're, they're, you know. They're, they were thinking about banning any knife blade over x amount of inches could it be neil that the heart of darkness in the man is the problem and not the tool used to kill his fellow man yeah i mean i guess the only thing is you can't kill 30 people in 10 seconds with a machete or whatever hey do you know what i heard maybe you can't (laughs) yeah you you can kill 30 bunnies with a second (laughs) for the fucking tyrant you know what i heard this is super interesting Uh. so you were with me the other week in highland park and yep. we went to the record store, and then we went to that bar for lunch and stuff. We we heard yeah, that yeah, on, that, on that last that show. Die bar with the die bar with the nineteen dollar hamburger. So, and then we walked by the the uh, the the rooftop that the the mm, July Fourth mm. shootings were done from, right? Yep. What I just learned, fucking the main guy from the effigies, John Kesdy, was shot in that uh, in that July Fourth oh, shooting. Right? Yeah, I had I had the no singer, idea that huh? happened. Yeah, he wasn't killed, <laughs> but he was shot. So oh, um, I assume I mean, that- you, see, you, can see, you can see the bass player, the drummer, somebody getting shot with the singer. <laughs> yeah, I assume I assume that he must live up there or something. And he is a huh. pretty important dude in Illinois, I believe. So um, that might have been why he, he was. He's like the attorney general or something. <laughs> no, the singer from yeah from the pe- from uh, from the effigies. Yeah, the singer from the effigies. Yep, he, all Holy the cow, but a guy who was always being accused of being a right wing guy. Hmm. Yeah, they go were figure, always, right? oh, you know, Vic Bondi, who I, I do respect Vic Bondi, but man, they were always, oh, these guys are Nazis, you know, and it's like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Neil, <laughs> let's, play, let's play our track number four, and then we can come back and belly think about that other thing. Okay. About people being accused of things, if you want, or oh, you just yeah. let it lie. <clears throat> Made me so angry. Okay, so this one, so going back to my number four of the year so far. So this came out completely out of left field for me last week. Because um, I put a post up on the group saying, you know, we're going to do this show What's your top five of the year? And a ton of people contributed to that. A lot of people, you know, I contributed yeah, with, yeah. Their, with their top fives. And, a lot um, of strange things that I never recognized. A lot of, like, Sam I Am stuff like that, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not the, into the new Sam I Am. The Sam I Am's, it's all right. It's, it's average. It's not, it's it's not, not bad. Yeah, I, it's not, I tried to listen to it. It's not for me. It's not bad. It's better than the new Bouncing Souls. Let's put it that way. I have um, not even tried to listen to the Bounce of Souls, which is crazy because I, they, I mean, I, I've traditionally loved that band, but I just last eight years I just can't get into them. Yeah. Listen, and anyway, um, so I, you know, I scoured everyone's lists and stuff you know, to try and find something new, and a mm-hmm. um, listener, um, longtime listener, Justin Seelig. Um, oh yeah, yeah, from Maryland, yeah, our buddy Justin, yeah, yeah, he from Good um, Men Doing Nothing. The only thing on his list was Dicky Devil and the Deviants. Yeah, I think they played with them. And yeah. I was like, I have no idea who the fuck that is. Um, mm. So I downloaded the album, and it looks like a wacky uh, pop punk album. Right? It's got a cartoon cover like yep. Richard would love. It and does. Hate. It's got okay. a cartoon cover and everything. So I was like, I don't know, this is going to be shit. So I put it on. So the album's got like 11 tracks. The album's called, uh, it's just called Dickie Devil and the Deviants. Mm. Um, so I put it on. And it is catchy as fuck. It is really, really good. It's like old school mm. rock and rolly type pop punk. Um, you know, almost misfits like at times. Uh, it's like Scooby Doo meets pop punk, basically. Mm. But the lyrics, uh, um, 
they're not what you expect them to be. They're a little uh, deeper and darker than that. So even though the songs are super poppy, so uh, I I love it. I've been playing it to death. So um, like they have a song called uh, you've I think it's called You've Got Me Hooked or something like that. And you think it's just a love song because it's about a girl or something, right? You think it's a it's a love song? Mm. No, it's actually written uh, from the. <laughs> From the point of view of Leatherface and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and he's actually put her on a hook. Ah, <laughs> so that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It's it's very clever. Interesting. Um, huh. But anyway, the song I'm going to play is uh, Stephanie's a Succubus. So um, this is Dicky Daffle and the Deviants with uh, Stephanie is a Succubus. <laughs> See, I told you that was a lot of fun, didn't I? That was Dicky Devil and the Deviants hmm. there. And it seems like that album is put out. The vinyl's not out yet. But it's been put out by um, 
is it Little Lost Girl or something? The, that lady that puts out the A-Tracks. Oh, the Athena or whatever? Yeah, huh. Athena, yeah. So the she, A-Track lady. Yeah, she's the one that's put this out, so um, it's supposed to right? be... She's she's going into vinyl. Yeah, she just has uh, just a few things in vinyl. But anyway, yeah, she's the one putting that out on lovely huh. fluorescent lime green vinyl. So I, Well, it's funny because I think those A-Tracks really um, skirt copyright law or flat, flat out flaunt it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. So well, anyway, maybe that, that was some, maybe you should get something going over there, huh? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's my number four, and they've got some funny videos too, so you can check it out. Like I say, it's very much um, the videos are especially it's very much. Dicky Devil and the Deviants. Dicky Devil and the Deviants. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So again, it's like Scooby Doo meets uh, meets horror punk or something. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Well, I'll tell you the the one that I just checked out too and i think it's been out for a couple of weeks and i just listened to it it's it's 11 songs 23 something minutes i just listened to it a couple of days ago but now i've listened to it several times since then it's the new one from our friends the mccrackens ah, canadians Canada. best, i think yes. it's just i think it's just mccrackens right no just mccrack yeah just mccrackens i think yeah um so it's got a cartoon cover like you'd hate neil very fun and the name of the album is wake the fun up wake the fun up Oh look at this! No I'm, chicken, no chicken pun in that one. Your Majesty, I'm having food delivered to me. Dickhead. Oh jeez, yeah. nice. People love it listening. People love listening oh. to you eat. I'll try not to. I'll try not to chew on uh, on thing. What? Chris told me to call you a cunt. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. Love that's nice. Dad. Oh, by the way, yeah, we're under a tornado watch. So if you get if you get blown away through the window, I won't have to move you to San Diego. So that's good. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah. no place like home. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Lydia. Sorry, guys. Okay. All right. So, oh, I'm sorry. So, Tom, which song are you going to play from this new McCrackens? Um, so I got to tell you, it's it's the thing with this album, Neil. I think as many people will be angry at me for playing this as that last song, maybe. But they're <laughs> so totally different. But this is the rich tapestry that is music, right? Right. Um, because it's very, very poppy. But there's so many great like punk references and rock and roll references, and just it's just great. You just should listen. to This is 23 minutes long. Just check it out. I've actually um, listened. I I have I downloaded it yesterday. That new McCrackens because someone else said they liked it, and uh, I agree. It's it's actually really good. I just haven't listened to it enough to put it in in my top five so far. But it is well, a good this album. Is number f- this is number four with a bullet. It wasn't even in my top five as of two days ago. So we're going to play the second track from the album. It's called Lockdown Lonely. That's the bummer of this is it was clearly like the COVID record. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm getting to the point, and I'll let it slide because this record is so good and I enjoy it. But I'm sort of sick of COVID influence records now. You know what I mean? I'm ready for post-COVID influence records. <laughs> don't give me your COVID record. Give me a regular record. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't I do you agree. Yes. Or you Yes. Or you just still want to hear songs about how sad I was to stay at home for two months or whatever. Uh, anyway, okay. Yeah, let's play the song. Matt McCracken's Lockdown Lonely.
right, you heard it there first. Uh, uh, friends from north of the border. That was McCrackens with Lockdown Lonely. So what's the name of that album? Wake the Fun Up. So is that the first time they haven't used the egg uh, pun? Uh, no, but they always are kind of, they're always kind of punny. I mean, one of their albums is called Which Came First, Bat Out of Shell. Right. I'm trying. Uh, they did the whole Too Tough to Die album. They are very, very prolific. And I was trying to remember exactly what their story was because we talked to him last year. Real nice guys. We had uh, AJ and uh, the dog Spot. Yep, Spot. Yep. Spot Solo was real good last year, too. It was. And they're they're really nice guys. And and one of those bands I totally wrote off, uh, but really have come to enjoy. But... What did they say? They played like twice in the last ten years or something. Yeah, they like they don't play at all. They never like, play. They went live. to Italy and played, and then yep. they played like, yeah, they just never ever play. Right. Um. So. Oh Jesus! With the fucking sirens! Oh shit! I've got a. Now I've got the fucking alert on my phone. That's great. I mean, you don't have a basement. You live in a third story. I guess can, you're dead. Can you hear that? Emergency yeah, alert! It's, it's super oh fuck! Loud. I got a tornado warning. Take shelter now in a basement. Huh. Are, are, is this, are we going to have to record part two later, or what? I, I think, guess so. I think we might have to, yeah. I don't think I've ever... That's great. You're going to be... Oh, it's so great. You get to hang out with your neighbors in the basement. Oh, it's going to be the best day of your life. <laughs> no, I'm you just going to get away from windows, I think. But By uh, the time uh, by the time you're down there for ten minutes, you'll be, like, walking outside, just going, just take me. <laughs> just take me, Tornado. Yeah. So I'll tell, right. tell you what. I think I'm going to... Uh, yeah, we'll leave it here. And, uh, okay. Tom, I'll get a hold of you again when, uh, when the tornado worry is passed, okay? So, um, welcome back to part two. I actually had so you're to... safe, Neil? You're safe from the tornado? I am. I've marked safe from the tornado. Uh... I didn't really get freaked out, but it's just one of those things when it's, you know, when it's a warning, not a big deal at all, or watch, or what I should say, but when it's a warning and, like, everything, like, the TV starts fucking making, beeping and making a noise, and the phone starts mm. making a noise, and um, I even got an email from my fucking, from work to tell me that there was a tornado had been sighted in the area or something, so at that point, I was oh. like, eh, you know, better... Dude. Better do Real something. punks don't run from tornadoes. I know. But I got a kid, though, you know, and the cats. The cats. I was worried about yeah, the cats, you know. You should walk into it. <laughs> the, cats are, the cats are very expensive. Punch it. <laughs> Can't afford to lose these cats, baby. Mm. So, well, it's uh, still just steadily raining here. I took I took a moment while we were off to try to finish up my written review for what's my favorite record so far this year. Oh. Spoiler alert. We'll do it in a minute. Nice. So, yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny because that record, which we'll talk about in a minute, got delayed for like a couple months, and we weren't sure why. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, now it's out. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, it was something to do with Europe. Europe. Um, they wanted to release it on the same day in the U.S. Oh, and Europe. So the so the English, oh, yeah, the U.S. press was done and in. Yeah, we've had it in our hands for like yeah, two months. We have, but uh, I guess Europe we're, we're the, the it was delayed. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. are. At least on this one, we are. That was pretty cool, actually. But the, well, the annoying thing about that was, though, Tom, we we didn't have the MP3s, so I could listen to them on the way to work and stuff. You know what I mean? You should, get a, record player, you should get a record player in your car. In my car. Yeah, like they actually did the do Elvis. that for a while, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's only seven inches. They only held yep, seven there. inches, yeah. So, anyway, all right. So, why don't we roll along to number three? 
Number three, okay. okay. Um, my, actually, my number three is actually probably your number one, it sounds like. Because mm. my number three is the new Lower Class Bratz album. Um, ah, yes. Tales, number three. Tales of the Wild, the Ugly, and the Damned, which is yes. a takeoff on the Ultravox song from their first album from 77, The Wild, the Beautiful, and the Damned. So hmm. this is a this is a piss take. And I actually suggested to Bones that they should have made the album cover uh, a piss take on, you know, a, a replica of that first Ultravox album. If they're going to name us, you know, if they're going to name the album after it, they should have done that. But uh, they decided not to do that. And that's the one thing that's a little disappointing about the album. I thought the album art was kind of dull. I don't know about you, but no, anyway. I think it's all right. It's in it's in line with some of their other ones. I unplugged my mic for a second, by the way. I'm using my computer mic. I literally have all these cords tangled up. Yeah, I'm gonna freaking strangle myself here. Yeah, actually, I just did something like that too on on the mic I'm using now. It had a super long um, USB C cable, probably like about twelve feet long, so ridiculously long. So I actually swapped like a two footer in there instead, <laughs> so it wouldn't tangle quite as much. Trouble avoided. Lost exactly. So okay. So um. So here's the so thing. So what songs? The songs are not online yet. That's the thing, right? The songs are not online yet. So we've played the single before, and um, so we only actually have two tracks we can play from this album. Um, you can play because you're. This is going to be your number one, so you can play the single. I'm going to play the spoiler this, alert, Neil. Well, okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that, everybody. Um, I'm going to play this first track off the second side. This song is called "One Matchstick." So, um, so yeah, so this is Lower Class Brats off the new album, Tales of the Wild, the Ugly and the Damned, with uh, one matchstick. Take it away, boys. Yeah. 
You know, Neil, officially that the single, the last song of the record was on the single that first came out before the record on seven inch final. Right. So, I, but I don't have it digitally, but that one's called we never sleep. That's a good one too. But anyway, I thought the single was, uh, it was all the young dudes, but it, but it's, uh, but the B side was oh, the B side. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess we could have done that one too. Yeah. Even though it's not on the album, right? Or is it on the album? I have a nice, it is. It's the last oh, it song is. on the album. Okay. It's the first song on the album and the last song on the album are the single. Well, you can play that if you want. I'm assuming we can get uh, that We one. don't have it digitally, though. Oh, it's not on YouTube? No. Ah, okay. I don't think so. Interesting. The, anyway. All right. My number three, Neil. Yes, sir. It's going to be the Zoonoids. Or is, I think it's just Zoonoids. Just Zoonoids, yeah. Just like Zoonoids. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh, Steely, Steely Dan. Not the Steely Dan? <laughs> not the Steely Dan uh, band. Um. So, you know, have you 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 bought this record, right? I think you got the rare. I have. I've got it. Tr- I've got it twice, as a matter of fact, due to some kind of nonsense ah. with what they said was in stock and out of stock. So I've actually got it twice. Ah, see, these are the things we should give away at our next event because we have all these. Because I'm getting a pile of duplicates, also. Yep. But anyway, um, it's. It's kind of almost like a concept album, right? She's again now. Now that we're recording again, she's quiet. She's been quiet the whole time. <laughs> well, she obviously likes the Zoonoids. That's that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah. The Zoonoids who broke up because Neil made fun of their physical appearance. <laughs> I might add. I think I just said they looked James like they were from a horror movie. You said he looked like something <laughs> from Gimli from the Lord of the Rings. I think you said mean, mean man. Anyway, um, yeah, it's funny, right? You've seen them twice. They they're for like an hour from me, and I've never seen them. Yeah. Um, but the new record, it's got, like, a bunch of, like, core, great, classic tracks. And then there's a few, like, moody, instrumental, almost sort of, like, Stranger Things kind of inspired yep. tracks. Yep, yep. Like, intro-outro tracks. I, I'm good. Just a second. <laughs> He's going to kill the duck. Oh, no. Run for your life, Sheena. Run for your life. I just, I just don't. You know, the funny thing is, Neil, she was never a barker. Yeah. But I think she's gone deaf. Or something? Because she's she barks to, all the time now. She's trying to tell you someone's down the well. Timmy's down the well, yeah, Tom. Exactly. You're ignoring well, good. Yeah. That's where you stand. <laughs> anyway, Timmy, a little prick. Um, anyway, so, you know, I, I was trying to pick between a faster and a slower one, but I'm actually going to do a little bit of a mellower one, definitely one of the catchier tunes on the album. This one is called, I forget the name of it. Midnight Channel. Midnight Channel. There we go. So Zoonoids with this is Tom's uh, f- third favorite album of the year. This is Zoonoids so with the album is called Effigy, right? Effigies. And uh, and um, yeah, this is Midnight Midnight Channel. Midnight Channel coming at you. <laughs> Yeah. 
Zoonoids, the pride of, uh, where are they from? Somewhere in Indiana. Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo. Oh, Michigan. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, with uh, Midnight Channel. And yeah, it's a... Now, do you think it's as strong as the first album? Um, Real talk? It's different. It's different. I mean, I haven't heard it as much as the first album, so that's probably, you know... The first album is more no-nonsense. Yes. This has more of a... You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me a little bit of, like, Stella Sapient, that, like, last... Lillington's album. I was about to say exactly the same thing. Great minds sort of, think alike. So, so it sort of has a conceptual bend to it. Yep. But that being said, as far as like listening to it start to finish, I think it's a good, I think it's a good album. Is it as good as the first one? Uh, I I I, I, wanna, I don't want to be wishy washy, but it's sort of apples and oranges. I think. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But Fair I enough. Uh, I I like it. Yeah. I don't know. If I, I know. Like I like it too. I like it too. And some people I haven't listened to it as many times. Definitely. Some people don't like the cover. I think the cover art's really good. No, I like the cover art too. Yeah. Of course. Their first album was just like that stark black and white. I guess yep. they could have probably done the similar style rather than the color. But uh, it matches <laughs> with the, the orange vinyl I have inside my sleeve. Yeah, I've got the orange. And well, I got a lot also of orange got... vinyl lately, right? Because that, yeah. that middle class brad or lower class brads is uh, orange. Yes, indeed. And, it is. Uh, and their reissued new seditionary is also orange. Yeah, they like the orange. Yes, they lower class. It, well, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. Well, clockwork, clockwork orange. Yeah, I guess that's where the whole thing is coming from. I assume, yeah. Yeah, definitely one of their big early inspirations. Uh, yes. So you wanted to talk about something that was annoying you, and it's going to annoy me too when you start talking about it. So do you want to talk about that now? Uh, I don't know. Part of me does because here's the thing: because I want to be happy for our buddies in. I have some negative things to say and I have some positive things to say and I don't want the two things to get intertwined because I'm really happy for Jimmy and uh, Joe, our buddies in Capcom Heroes. They just put out the lineup for T1 Fest in Chicago yep. and at Reggie's, which is expanded to three days. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Which yep. is kind of insane and it's what you expect. It's really, um, it's pop punk, you know, pop punk heavy. Yep, it is. It's funny actually because like like Flatfoot is probably the most off the beaten. I know those guys are all buddies, you know, from Chicago too. Kind of the most off the beaten path band of the bunch, mm-hmm. style wise. Style wise, yeah, for but, sure. But if you love that kind of music, this is going to be a great three day event. Um, I don't know that I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go all three days. I will definitely try to get there at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I got to figure it out. I have I have sort of had a commitment on Saturday. It's not necessarily something I can't get out of but we'll, we'll see yeah and they want so. I, they, I know they wanted us to do something there too i don't yeah, know what exactly to, that would, would be but be involved, yeah we'd love, love to, to help out uh, and, and let's yeah. explain it a little bit just for people that maybe don't know it's a great cause they're great yeah. dudes great bands it's a lot of you know it's it's definitely a little more pop punk heavy than our scene necessarily yeah but uh a lot of good people involved now it's right, honestly, and the, a so, lot of, like like a lot of people that we should probably talk like there's definitely some people we, we could talk to on that Thing so, that would be fun to interview. So it's a th- it's a three day fest, and they're raising funds for um, uh, juvenile type one diabetes. Right, that's what that's why it's mm-hmm. called T one fest because they're raising yep. money for that. So um, any money that Joe's got, know, Joe's got a couple of young kids, and they both have it. Yeah. So if you come along and uh, you know and buy your ticket and stuff, the money isn't going. I mean, some of the money will be going to the bands. I'm not quite sure actually. Maybe it won't. Maybe all of the money is well, going I'm to sure the they, type I mean, one. Some of the bands are coming in from out of town. I'm yeah. sure there's. 
Yeah, probably covering costs. But it's and definitely stuff, it's, but it's 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 definitely it's a, good a, cause. A, a you know yeah it is a benefit thing. Like I said, everybody involved is great. I, I can't uh, yeah say enough good things about these two. And there's and there's definitely you know most of the bands there I've seen over the years, but there's definitely a couple. You know I I haven't seen the Rage Nathan's yet. There's definitely a couple. You know our buddies Space Age Zeros there out of Chicago. There's a few other few smaller of the bands I haven't seen yet. So there's definitely no. some good stuff. No, I think this was the thing that I went to this last year. I think I think that's when I saw Zonoids for the first time. I actually. think so. Yeah, I think that's did when you I go saw to, them. So. so I think you went to one of two days or something. I, like I did. I went to one. I think I went to the Friday and not the Saturday or something like that. I went the first day last year. Um, it was good. It was it was it was a good time. And uh, you know, Joe and uh, those guys uh, from Capcom Heroes were always great. So you know, um, so, good luck to them. But anyway, so the point was the headline is on Saturday night. Or so Friday it's Friday it's uh Flat fifty six, local boys. Yep. Uh Friday night queers. Um no th- Thursday night's Friday uh Flatfoot fifty six. Okay, Thursday I'm sorry, Thursday yeah. Flatfoot, Friday the Queers. Yep. Saturday Teenage Bottle Rocket. Right. And um The witches of the the, the, the witches have yes, been fucking reborn. Yeah, they're, the witches are back. wearing their ugly head. Yep. And in trying to make a stink. And now Reggie's is independently owned by a dude, probably named Reggie, I'm not sure. And he doesn't seem to give a rat's ass. I'm not too worried about the guy from Reggie's actually capitulating. Well, especially because they, play, uh, they played here like six months ago. They played at Reggie's about six months ago. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I, I don't know why all of a sudden it's becoming an issue right? again. It's funny because, I and I haven't mentioned it on the podcast, I, you know, I, 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 a lot of people aren't agreeing with me on this, and but um, they're supposed to play the pyramid scheme by me, Teenage Bottle Rocket, is with Tightwire. What in like September or something? <coughs> yep, in September it's the same, same uh, tour. You know, it's a week. They're yeah, like yeah. a week apart. Okay. No, it's no, it's more like a month apart. Actually, okay. I take that back. But anyway, not the point. But yeah, a couple of those same. And it's only a few people. That's why I, I I need the venues to just keep their keep their cool and ignore these uh, ignore this coven of witches for fuck's sake. Cause well, the, the it's, fact, just, it's, it's, it's just ludicrous. it's just one of those things. You know, they're they're, they're always saying, well, you know, well, there's another venue. I, w- I won't support a venue that that books known rapists. <sighs> well, once again, no accountability for their words. Yep. The fact that these that at least this situation. I think there were four episodes or some of that podcast. Oh, that lame ass fucking podcast, right? Yes, that that let's destroy the scene for the inside podcast. Once again, not defending rapists at all, but you know the amount of people inside of punk, and I use the term loosely, who seem hell bent on wrecking it is is astounding to me. Well, you can't make you uh, can't you can't make a claim like that without having some evidence to back it up. He was never well, arrested. And, and he was never he was never well, fucking you know. There was no evidence. Was even, the Ray one. Once again, they never said his name, but the Ray one was even worse than that because there was corroborating evidence on his side, right? That he didn't do it. Yeah, there was three people. That, there was three people in the bed, and so two of them said that. The, <laughs> you know, and the, Teenage Bottle Rocket plays on on Fat Rec, Fat Records. Yep. And I know Fat Mike is the face of Fat Records, but he doesn't run it. His ex wife runs it. She's the real power broker behind that. And if there was more than just smoke there, they would be gone. Uh, Pirates Press just put out their last record. Yep. Pirates Press is very cautious about that kind of stuff. They're yep. not putting out a if they thought there was anything to that. So once again, there's but there's no consequence for this just constant, you know, accusation. It's right. it's crazy, right? 
It's it's fucking it's so fucking annoying. And, and like I said, I don't know about the other episodes. So there's like four episodes of this thing. I can't really speak to the other ones. But I mean, is the accusation as serious as it, it, I mean? At that point, you're guilty when you're accused. I guess. It's insane. Yeah. Well, as far as far as, as far as I know, nothing's been heard of this woman since. You know, so I, I don't know if she went back on her story or recanted or, or whatever. But I mean, this was this was dead and buried. I heard, that, I heard that they had to change some, edit some things out or something for fear of legal action. But I, I wish somebody would take legal action. Damn straight. I, of course, I don't know. How do you take legal action against a person posting on Facebook? Because this this person. What about the podcast, on- though, you could you could do something about the podcast, I guess. Well, and, and, and yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I get, I get so irritated with this. And like I said, I don't, I only could take it on a case by case basis. Cause I actually don't know what the other, what the other things Episodes. are, but I just, yeah. it's just, I keep hearing these same talking points over and over and it's, it's, it's men, it's women. It's, it's once again, it, the accusation, it's just, it makes me insane. Dude, this was dead and buried. It makes me. It makes me. You know, I'm I'm only a moderate teenage bio rocket fan, but it makes me want to be a staunch. You know, it just. Yeah. It just. Yep. Anyway, they're coming to Grand Rapids in September. I hope they're protesting out front. I hope they're. I hope the three people who care. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Nobody really cares because it's the internet, right? Right. So it's it's just basically virtue signaling. I'm righteous. I don't support this band, and I'm going to make a lame ass post while I sit on my fat ass about it. Even though I have no, there's no fucking direct evidence that any of this ever happened. And I'm, you know, yeah, seriously, Tom, instead you, of you, actually you were contributing right. to the scene, you know, yeah. instead of actually contributing something. I mean, you were right. There should be there should be a fucking consequence for making baseless accusations. There should. Yeah. Well, it's, what do you do when, especially when it's women, and. And once again, you know, you can say, well, there was that movement. Remember that movement a few years ago? Believe women, believe women, believe women. <laughs> but I saw that some women didn't get, you know, I remember I saw women going after, you know, popular politicians that they liked and nothing ever came of it. They only wanted us to believe women when they went after politicians they didn't like and musicians they don't like and things like that. You know, I mean, there's no, there's no, you know, integrity to this stuff. I mean, the comedian Bill Burr has a fantastic bit about that whole believe women thing. It's, uh, it's funny as fuck. Well, and, and, like, and listen, like I said, if I, if I, if if there was, you know, and once again, it's an isolated incident. Not to say that a person can't be a rapist one time, but in the past, there's been certain musicians, and there was always these rumors flying around. And it was multiple sources, usually. You know what I mean? There's yeah. it, it definitely more more reason to believe it. But this, you know, I mean, once again, we can't. There's no justice in a society where the accusation carries the weight of guilt. Right, and that's not the American way. That's not the that's not the way it's Ugh. supposed to be. Right. So, anyway, so and and, and, like, and, and I just and, and a personal level, a personal note, you know, I, I I just it disgusts me the thought that 200 people in Grand Rapids might not be able to go see Teenage Bottle Rocket because literally five virtue signaling witches. Yeah, got in touch with the venue and made them feel and, bad and, enough and, they uh, had to close I, it. Yeah, and I just I, you know I, I wonder, and is it one of the. And that's the other thing too. There, oh, anybody who justifies taking the stage with them, you know, you know, you're. you're and, but isn't one of the people in Tyrare a woman? Yes. Yep. And once again, that doesn't really prove anything. But I mean, I mean, she's barely comfortable around this guy. Yeah, but you been, people who are afraid to leave your houses because COVID three years ago aren't. They've been touring with them. For, they've been touring with them for fucking years. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I, I said, I, you know, it. It. It's. It's. It just irritates me that there is no consequence to it. I thought if it was they, a man, at least you could punch him in the face. I thought I'm talking about that. We might have someone on next Monday. Um, I th- <laughs> right. 
I thought this I whole thing. Wait, I gotta tell you, I'm giddy about it. this. Is the least famous guest that I'm most giddy about. I gotta yeah, tell you. It's, anyway. it should be a good one. But I, I thought this was put to bed pre-COVID because this, this, this was all happened pre-COVID. No, didn't they it? came out. They came out during COVID. Yeah, oh, did I think it? it was 2021. Okay, but it was it's, it's 2021. They came but out. It's been a. That's been two fucking years. So I thought this was dead and buried because because teenage. The no. funny thing is, teenage bottle rocket have played Chicago like at least two times since then without yeah. a problem. So I don't know why all of a sudden now. Unless, oh, well, maybe, maybe what's her name who was scared of COVID so bad? Maybe she's actually left her house, and so now she, so. and now now she's now now she's out and about again. Well, you know, putting I just, out her. I, uh, I just the clubs need to know that this is so few people. Yep. Indeed. That are that are are the are the people who are struggling with this. So anyway. I, I I hope like in the Grand Rapids thing I don't know what the situation is but I, I assume they have some kind of a contract or something right I we'd hope yeah but I mean, our, is, our I, club I, I love our, I love our local club man and the people who run it they're good people but they're very liberal yep well I think they're very could be very influenced by and and once again I'm not saying liberal like you know we'll do the right thing I'm saying liberal like overly influenced by you know these type of accusations so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens well hopefully they're, they're level-headed and they believe in um guilty till you prove i mean innocence well, no, 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 the problem is anyone who would book them is obviously a rapist uh <laughs> you know yes, yes we're all guilty we're all guilty by association that's yes. the, and 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 you know oh i'm not gonna do business with their label and i won't do anything with the clubs like good like were you buying anything from the label anyway yeah. these are all empty threats right just fuck off and i'm i'm, so, I'm good don't go to the club they're crowded anyway yeah, hmm. I don't want to wait in line so long for my beer. Very, Stay home. Very frustrating. In in the meanwhile, they'll stay put home on, and watch live streams. That's in, the real in the meanwhile, they'll they'll that. stay at home and put on their David Bowie albums. You know, completely oblivious oblivious to the fact that he was having sex with fifteen year olds. But you know, watch, whatever. Watch, watch their uh, James Bond starring Sean Connery when he was giving those interviews in the sixties about how if a woman was acting hysterical, the <laughs> give her a good slap. <laughs> I won't give her a good slap. Uh, <laughs> and once again, I, I I hate to be glib about. Listen, man, I, I got two daughters, and I'll tell you what, you lay a hand on them, I will shoot you. <laughs> I'm not encouraging any toward any kind of violence towards women or any, you know, listen, if you're a sexual predator, I don't want you in the scene. But it, it's, you you just can't go around making accusations with no, with no, you know, and once it's been debunked, you have to let it go. Right. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. Maybe it's a new generation. Maybe 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 it's a new generation of witches, perhaps. Well, there's a couple in, in Grand Rapids that are picking up the. Well, and it's it's interesting too because, you know, their bands maybe play this same club. So I mean, how much noise you want to make? Yeah, you know. Yep. I, I just don't know. I just I, like I said, I just don't want to see the owners capitulate to this nonsense. Indeed. So. Indeed. Don't know, Neil. Right. It's kind of like that. I, I don't know. Anyway, what's your number two, buddy? What's your number two? Okay, well, I, we've still got to go back to uh, your whole boat trip with Uncle Marv. But anyway, I'll play my number two, and then you can okay. then you can get to that. Well, but then, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get arrested. There was no. There was really <laughs> that much to it this time. No, there's no. You didn't. You didn't uh, cause a wake or go too fast or anything on that. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, my brother and I just sat in the back and you drank, know, drank copious some copious amounts of beers. Uh, because you weren't there, so Marv wasn't trying to impress you, the playlist was dire. Oh, dear. I mean, there was 
I don't know if there, I think there might have been some Steely Dan. There might have been. Oh, uh, Jesus. There was at least one Grateful Dead song. Dude, I might have jumped overboard. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, we did we did a cool thing though, like when <laughs> that restaurant that we went to with you. It yeah, actually, that was a great place. It's permanently closed. Oh shit! Wow. So we went to Grand Haven, which is our beautiful little beach community here, and. Marv called in and they got us a slip and we just like parked in a like we got a parking spot. Wow. So we parked and walked into town and had some dinner and yeah, it was pretty civilized, man. Pretty hey, civilized. Man. If Tom Trauma comes a knocking, you better fucking get re- get the restaurant ready, right? Heck yeah. yeah. But no, it was it was good. No, we had a good time. Then uh we did our favorite thing, which you didn't do with us, but Marv and my brother and I sat in the hot tub for hours and finally Phil tapped out and Marv and I just sat there just drinking beer in the hot tub for hour after hour after hour. <laughs> Sounds kind solving of, all the world's solving all the world's problems. Vaguely uh, homoerotic there, Tom. I don't know. Unless we're related through marriage, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it makes it even worse, actually, Tom. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So my number two is, and this is an album that's been a long time coming. Not as long as Social D, obviously, but. Um, Rancid put out a new album this Ooh, year. You got them all the way at number one. Huh? I no, I have number number two, number two. Oh, number this two. Is number two. Yeah. So you spoil um, my number one. I lost count. Yeah, I've yeah, it's, yeah. I think your number two must be. Well, I don't know who your number two is to be honest. Mm. I think I think I know who it is though. Um, I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, Rancid is my number two. The album is called Tomorrow Never Comes, and um, I've probably played this thing through about twenty five times. I I really like it. Wow. I don't think. Yeah, I really do too. I I probably let's do it. Four times, but I, I do. I don't think there's a bad song on it, even though I, I said the 17 songs, but they're all nice and short. Um, Tim's... I, I, <laughs> one of the reasons I like it, and I've, I've tried to describe this many times, maybe I don't do a good job, but a problem with a lot of new bands who put out albums, um, all the songs are the same pace, the same structure, the same vocal cadence the same everything so one song even though the songs might be good they tend to blend into each other so after the album is done like i can't remember really a single song from that album um and rancid have the exact opposite of that um songs all have you know different uh time structures they have sometimes tim sings sometimes uh what's the bass player's name matt Sometimes Matt, Matt sings. sings. Sometimes all Lars th- sings. Sometimes all mostly three of them. Lars, mostly Lars and Matt still, but or mostly I'm sorry, mostly yeah. Lars and Tim. But but even t- is in some of the songs, all three of them sing different times, different yeah. That title track, first. that title track, they all sing. Yeah, so it really breaks it up, and it doesn't. You know, every song is a little snapshot, and and that's that's pretty cool. Um, Tim's choice of what he sings about, I have no idea what the fuck he's singing about. It's like he watched a pirate movie, he watched Pirates of the Caribbean, because a couple of songs are about, like, oldie-timey fucking uh, sailing ships. Uh, I don't... But that makes it kind of interesting, too. He's not singing about any generic stuff this time, like loyalty and shit, right? Um, So, anyway, I really like it. I think it's a great album. And uh, the one weird thing about it is, so it comes on what's called eco-colored vinyl. Yeah, what does that what does that look like? And what that means is basically they took all the crap that was like left over from like other vinyl albums and put it all together. So basically the color is just and everyone is different apparently. But basically it's just a muddy kind of fucking purplish brown. It's it's, it's, oh. it's it's pretty horrible actually. But uh, you know, no two are alike. But anyway, I think it's a really good album. 
and this song is called um, New American. It's off the it's off the first side. So yeah, this is uh, Rancid mm. with my number two album of the year. Uh, the song is called New American. So that was uh, that was Rancid with New American off their new album, which is my number mm. two album of the year so far. We will so see. far, yeah, we'll see how this. It'll be interesting because mine, mine tend to ride out the year, while yours tend to flip over more. You tend to demote them as the year goes by. So we'll see. I think number one has a really good chance of making it all the way. I think all these have a good chance of making it in the top ten or so. Yeah, once you stick my, with it, once you get an album you like, man, you stick with it. Even well, though I think that Oxys is going to break into yours. Yeah, sure. I think so too. Yeah. And there's a couple reasons for that. And one is I've been saying this now for years. People start thanking us in your liner notes. That's what yes. you need to do. The Oxys have broken through and thanked us in the liner notes. Yes. Yes, we are thanked at so last. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, and thank you guys too. Yeah, no, and I, I, I'm really looking forward to this and, you know, the the one from last year, the really the only reason I didn't I didn't find a reason or find space for my top ten or whatever is just because it came out really late in the year. Mm-hmm. 
Because I, I love that record. As a matter of fact, I was kind of waiting. I'm going to order them both from Dead Beat Records. I got my eye on an order over there for Dead Beat. I, uh, I bought a bunch more pirate stuff. They had a little sale going oh, on. Oh, they did have a sale. Yeah. Haven't you bought everything from there that you would you want You know, it's yet? funny because they always will throw in some more, like, like they had a one, the one D cracks album I didn't have was 10 bucks. Really like a cool, like red and yellow, like pinwheel. Huh. Um, of course, always color, you know, yep. I got, um, um, that territories album. I actually had that on CD, but I got it on vinyl. Yeah, that's that a good was record. That, those the, guys, the, those guys the, need to put something inch. out again. Those guys have yeah, been doing that forever. Inch, that twelve inch was so good. The ten inch didn't do it for me like the twelve inch did, but I really liked that. Um, and then said. I got, yeah, thank you. And then I got a Bone Crusher album that I didn't have. Oh, Bone Crusher, are good man. I like them. They, yeah. The newest one. It came out like twenty twenty or something. Twenty twenty one. It's called the game. That was black. And then I got one more, one more LP. I don't remember what it was, but uh, and then I got a couple seven inches, rat one ratchet seven inch I didn't have, and uh, just a couple things. You know, I mean, I spent like you know fifty bucks and got like seven records or something stupid like that. Question the LPs is, were, the LPs were ten to eight to ten dollars. What everybody wants to know is how many flexies did they send you? It's funny they sent me a couple, but I got to say, Neil. One of them they sent me was that Drowns Suzy Moon uh, version of Ballroom Blitz. Oh shit! They sent you that on Flexi. Nice. So yeah, I'm going to say that. this right. I'm going to say this right now as somebody who's a big fan of the Drowns. So they put out like that. Was it six track twelve inch last year? Yep. And they put out a bunch of splits, and they put out a single. Now they yeah. put out that that Flexi, and they're going to be one of those bands where someday they're going to do like a twelve inch like compilation with all their singles tracks and it's yep. going to be killer yeah right because yeah. they have a bunch of like really great non-album tracks outside of the 12 inch last year even i'm saying like split sevens i think it's done like four split sevens and anyway a lot of cool stuff yeah i think so, they have, anyway, they have, a, so, yeah, they have was, a new one coming out don't they all, all out right now i think they have a new split yeah uh, is it the last king yeah maybe they, maybe yeah they did one earlier with pliskin that great yep. german band that's right so anyway Drowns are killing it, man. They they seem to be, uh, I mean, they seem to be focusing on Europe more than the U.S. Seem to be doing really well you, too. I know you saw them. Obviously, I haven't seen yeah. them yet. But they, uh, those guys, man, they're working their butts off. Real, real proud of those guys, man. Great yep. band. Yep, yep, for sure. Good dudes. Great band. So anyway, my number two, Neil, yes. is uh, boy, it's funny. All these albums are so short. Uh, there's the uh, new Ball Weevils record. The new Ball Weevils record, essential, which yes. is. Is pretty essential, really, isn't it? It's good. It is. Six of the six of the ten tracks are new, unfortunately, only. Um, you know, they were supposed to put out that seven inch. See, I don't think it ever came out in seven inch. I think it just was digital. They did that liniment and tonic. Great single. song. That's a great fucking yeah, song, man. That's the last song on their on the record, on the new record. But they had a beast. The B side was a Lillington's cover, and I don't think that ever made hmm. it to wax. Okay. For those of you that aren't boycotting teenage or aren't boycotting uh, Red Scare Industries because they're you know rapist enablers. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, just kidding. Love those guys. They were actually you know, boy. Once again, I'm just all over the place here, Neil. But uh, they had a little tribute for Taylor, that local guy that died that Sunday, and I had every intention of going. Yeah, yeah. At the pyramid scheme Sunday afternoon, but I honestly I was having a little bit of my own family struggles so i i skipped it like yeah, you yeah. know prioritize my kids or whatever but i see that uh toby and uh brandon from uh 
Laura's Arms actually came to Grand Rapids for that. Oh, is that right? Oh, wow. Yeah, they were there. I, I, I mean, once again, my my reasons for not going, I think, were okay. But now I'm like, oh, so I could have, I could have uh, hobnobbed a little bit. Yeah, you could have done. You could have nobbed your hob. The hobbed your knob. And the other, the other three, three lippies were in the same room God together, damn which, it. which they hadn't been for quite a few years. So. Now, did any bands play? No, no. It's just like a. I think they had a. I think they might have had some music. Play. I think they had some music playing, but. Like I said, it was just an afternoon, low-key thing. Maybe try to raise a little money for the family, that kind of thing. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I feel a little bit bad about going on. I'm sure I wasn't missed. You know, it seemed like there was plenty of people there. But it was uh, – but anyway, yeah. Um, so, Okay. Anyway. So, Red Scare Rec- – so, uh, Ball Weevils. Oh, that's right. Red Scare. Yep. Ball yep. Weevils. Yep. So what's I think not- this record smokes, man. Have you, you listened to it a couple times. I have. Um the fact that it had like like in interviews and stuff I've read he's going on about you know writing a new album and stuff but the fact that four of the songs on the album are old songs kind of I thought yeah was but a you bit didn't weird. hardly know those songs I mean did you hardly know the songs though did you I mean it wasn't like you listened to one it and them, go, oh man that's an old song one of them's the most popular song what's that the first song off the first yeah bottomless pit first song off the first album I mean Jesus Christ that's the probably their most famous song. So for them to redo Maybe. that one again, I thought was a bit. Odd. I mean, it's well, a great I song, the, believe me, it's a great song. But um, I think the issue that they have, and once again, hopefully we get to ask Gerald himself one of these days, is they they weren't necessarily happy with the way those early records sounded. Hmm. Okay. Either that, or they don't even have like the masters, the masters from anywhere. Yeah. Which is uh, yeah, it's too bad because they uh, they would. Uh, I think a lot of people love to get those. They were on Doctor Strange. They're not very easy to get on vinyl. Definitely kind of CD era, you know, 90s. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to play the first song on Essential. It's called Predisposition. Ball so Weevils. Check it out. Yeah, Ball Weevils Predisposition. That was the Ball Weevils from Chicago, obviously, with um, 
predisposition of the new album. And they are, they will be playing T1 Fest as well, right? They're on the bill. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. A good, that's a good get, yeah. So they're probably the, maybe the least, well, apart from Flatfoot 56, right? They might be the least pop-punky on the bill. Yeah, they're they're definitely more of a straight straight, straight up punk. Ahead. I don't have the yeah. I don't have the list in front of me. Like I saw the Methadones are playing; they're a pretty big draw. I mean, there's some good Methadones, Huntingtons, um, Huntingtons, yeah, yeah, Capcom Heroes, obviously. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh and, and Sack Sack is going to be playing too, which is I'm excited about because I really, oh Sack's coming back. Yeah, I think that were my I think that was my number one record last year was that Sack album. So um, I know you love, I I know love, you love some Sack. <laughs> good one. Hey, you've been taking shots at me all night, buddy. Have I? <laughs> I don't remember. I've been, I, I've been too busy with tornadoes in and out the fucking house. Torna- <laughs> you know, tornadoes and beer. That's what I I've been. Listen, I'm, I'm secure in my masculinity. I don't care. Liniment and tonic. I'm dealing with tornadoes and tornadoes and beer is what I've been dealing yeah, with. Yeah, methadones, bull weevils, hundreds and sack, raging Nathans. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Flamingo nosebleed, they don't play much anymore. That's they cool. don't, yeah. Uh, Captain Heroes won't stay dead. Don't. I think I've really heard them. Take oh, the I, I know, I, I know them. Won't stay dead. Is that actually they're like the all girl pop, uh, uh, post punk band? Okay. Yeah, they they uh, got fake blood and everything. Those guys are great. So Girls take the rings is a female fronted Chicago area band. Um, oh the Stevens, that's cool. That's yeah. We actually played some Stevens songs. I think they're from Nashville. Yeah, they Dude, sent us a package. The they like, sent us, uh, they sent us like yeah. uh, pick guitar picks and uh, stickers and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the songs are like pop Stephen songs about Stephen, Stephen King, King, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Rip Taylor's never heard of them. Hospital Job, I've heard of. I think they're a, a rad girlfriend band. Goodbye Sunshine. Now I've not heard of them, but they like to post stuff on our page, so maybe oh. they've heard of us. Hmm. Space Age Zeros, Sex Dream. Now Sex Dream is the girl from. Yeah, how oh, that Jughead band, the little yeah. blonde, the blonde Russian girl. Yeah, it's not. And, I've seen them before. It's not. And the Winks, and there's a special guest. So maybe, uh, maybe we might be the special guest, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because, well, you know, there's no surprises on there. Maybe there, maybe there's a surprise coming. Right. When when he first told me about it, there's a band he told me about that are not on this list. I mean, maybe yeah. they maybe they simply well, couldn't make it. That's, uh, that's an and that's yeah, good. that's to be expected. But maybe they will be a, a surprise. Maybe they're going to have a Nazi a Nazi themed punk bo- punk pop band called Adolf and the Hitlers, <laughs> and they dress in full SS regalia and sing all funny songs about uh, genocide. Uh, maybe, well, sp- how about this Spew Driver? It'll be a- <laughs> <laughs> it's Spew Driver. They play they play the music of Screwdriver, but the lyrics are all from the Mentors. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You, Boy, you, so many good, so many fresh ideas going. On. Must yeah. be that rain. It is. It is. It's, it's a fucking tornado. It whizzed me Clearing around a bit. Brains. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so, so hey, we, before we do number one, so so let's talk a little bit about honorable mentions. So yes, you were, sir. So you were saying the Oxys, which I like. I said I haven't heard. I like the single. This is just the one single so far. Yeah, the Oxys album is, I is great. That being on my list, the album the album is called Generation Irrelevant, which I really like. Um, and it's uh, even better than the first album, if you can believe it. The really? funny, the funny thing about those guys is they re- that first album was pushed back so far because of the vinyl yeah. problems, right? That they had actually had this album already recorded. Yeah, didn't he say they had, like three albums? And they have shows? a third. They have a third album tracked, I believe. They have all the songs written, and they're tracking them right now. So um, they're very proficient. They just added a new guitar player, I believe. They added a sec a female guitar player as well. So the sound is even I beefier I saw a woman now. in the picture. 
Yeah. Okay. So the sound is oh. even beefier now. Um, but it's a it's a great great album. Um, so yeah, that is my honorable mentions. Um, another I would say band. Anything else? There was anything else? No, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, a punk legend actually, Mackie from uh, Blitz, and okay. uh, our friend Mark from Liverpool, Mark McGill uh, from Walk the Plank, amongst others. Um, they have a new. Uh, they have a band. We actually played a track from them a while back. The band's called Rivalry. Okay. And they just released their first album. Sometimes is that like it's, straight up punk or what? It's um, it's kind of it's hus- it's Huskadoo in in parts. Um, huh. It's it's pretty it's pretty t- almost leatherfacey in parts. It's it, it's hmm. it's pretty typical. Like you'll know the sound when you hear it. But shit, it's got a legend. It's got Mackie in it. So um, what did, um, what did Mackie do in Blitz? Blitz, uh, bass, bass, oh bass, yeah, bass. So, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping actually we can get Mackie on the show. Uh, one of these, That'd one of cool. these episodes, that would be cool. Does he talk about? Uh, hopefully, he's willing to talk about some Blitz stuff, he, right? Yeah, he. When I did, uh, I had a short conversation with him, and he said, "Yeah, we can talk some Blitz stuff." Obviously, he wants to push the new album, but sure, he said sure. he would talk some Blitz stuff. And why wouldn't you if you were in a, a fucking classic band, sure. right? So, um, anyway, their album is called "Sometimes You Have to Look Back," and it's it's pretty damn good. So that's. Mm an honorable mention and then um two of the two of our regular listeners uh jason liddell and jeff greenberg both put um an english crown uh an english oi band uh oi slash street punk band called crown court um they have a new album out called heavy manners and i've listened to that a few Mm. times and it is really good um you know it's very typical you know london oi street punk kind of thing you know with the accent and everything so it's uh might be an acquired taste for some but i think it's really good so those were those were my three uh honorable mentions i don't know if you have um, as well as zoonoids the zoonoids album is good too so um those are my honorables how, how about you i i would say that rancid would fall on that list for me yeah um and also that civic that australia oh yes yeah, civic I mean, yes I like that other australia band too quite a bit i what was the other Australian band you like? Public Function or something? <laughs> yes, you, you busted my bubble, buddy. Private Function, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I stepping on your... D- oh, A little oh, bit. Well, good. Spoiler alert. Okay. Okay, yeah. forget it. I thought you'd just misplaced them. No. Um, but yeah, Civic, for like sure. The, yeah, I, like I forgot about the, the that Civic album is great. Yeah. I haven't bought that yet because that is available domestically, which is, is nice for an Australian thing. Um, uh, one of our... Uh, kind of regulars you remember uh when we had a guy we had a guy from new rocket union his name was john yes john Ensley. he's actually playing in another band it sounds a very similar sounding band honestly but like he's the young guy in that band they're called bad idea yeah i think you played and, a couple uh, of tracks by them yeah, a couple yeah. of episodes it, ago from, yeah and, and matter of fact the reason i kind of didn't force them in the top five is because we just played a couple songs and i only had a couple of them yeah um but that that record's really good it's uh aggressive shouty punk and roll kind of stuff um the drummer played with bob stinson after he was in the replacement so mm. they have a little bit of, have a little bit of old man punk credibility there yeah from minneapolis um, right yeah minneapolis yeah. uh so that's a real cool record uh i reviewed that one previously um i'm trying to think i think that's i think boy, i'm sure i'm forgetting something but but yeah those are all uh kind of my honorable mentions yeah, I forgot the Civic uh, one completely. That Civic album is really, really good, and it came out on like January first or something. I, I don't yeah, know. but uh, that's a great record, man. 
least it was available domestically. I have to check to see if it still is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But, uh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's very it's very seventies um, radio Birdman. Yeah, me, yeah, exactly. Razzy Radio Birdman. Yeah. That Radio Birdman. Radio Birdman has a double LP out, like a best of that collects all their stuff. And I've been seeing that all over the place. I got to pick that up. I have this. I have it on CD. I think it's called Essential Birdman or something. I can't remember. But yeah, they were good. The God always they were. the God always favorite band. So uh, there you go. Yeah, maybe we'll have Art and Steve back on one of these days to see what the see what those there we guys go. Have been shake, shake things back. Shake things back up. Now I heard that they were supposed to be uh, having a band with uh, Dwayne Peters as a singer. So that really shake things up if we could get him on. <laughs> Talk about being out there. I'm reading this new uh, Jack Grisham book. Oh, okay. It was, it was given to me by our friend Dr. Disc. Um, it's called, I think it's called True Stories or something like that, but it's fiction, short fiction, and it's called Flash Fiction. So all the stories are like uh, like two to five pages, mm-hmm. really short, like uh, just you know up to maybe 5,000 words or less. And there's, <laughs> there's a story in there called The Gimp, or what's the geek? It's called the geek. The geek. It talks about waking the drunk singer up and having to go on stage to play for seventy people and blah blah blah. And I don't know who he wrote this about. Uh, and the guy's talking to his base like, "I never sold out, right? I'm a, I'm a real punk, right? You know." And, and I'm not sure who he wrote it about, but all I can think about was Dwayne Peters. Oh, <laughs> so you're gonna say the replacements? <laughs> no, no, no. This because the replacements. Well. Think of the replacements. You could, I think, you could argue that they stayed around too long, but they didn't, you know, keep going forever. They're yeah. not playing county fair, and you know, not even like the big stage. Like, you know, they. So when they do get together, they can draw a huge crowd, riot fest crowd. Hmm. Was that so, the last time anyway. they played? Was that the last time they played when they did that riot fest thing a few years ago? 10 years ago, I know they did. I think they did. So Riot Fest at that time was doing multiple shows, but I think that was, if that wasn't the last, I think it was a Riot Fest show because they did, did they try doing it in Denver and Toronto or, you remember that when Riot Fest was trying to kind of franchise? That's right. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did a Riot Fest. And it was that era. So I don't know. I don't know if the Chicago show was actually the last one or what. Did you see that? I did not. I was never that big a replacements fan. See, I did, and I really enjoyed it. But I do wonder, you know, I, I, sometimes you hear you, you know, you reminisce about shows fondly, and you're like, I wonder if I, sh-, you know, would I be better if I could hear the soundboard or not? Yeah. Now or was that was that was that that was the one where it was super muddy, wasn't it? That was the rain year. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking. That yeah, was sucks. horrific. Man. Yeah, it was terrible. Not as terrible as the lineup this year with the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, well, Riot Fest not even worth talking about anymore. It's just it's well, just it pathetic. Is, you know, and, and granted, these big festivals suck anyway. But I mean, you know, give your money to the T One Fest. Give your money to Savage Mountain, something yep. like that. I mean, yep. it's so much of a better time. It's not even close, right? And I wish they would just so. change the name. Don't call it Riot Fest anymore. Call it call it call m- it freaking music call it fest. Lollapawanabe Fest. Yeah, Lollapawanabe. Exactly. Um, yeah, it fucking sucks. Anyway. It does. It does. All right. So, my number one album of the year so far is that Australian band that Tom can't so remember the name God, of. God. <laughs> yes. That Tom can't remember the name of. That would be Private Function. It reminds me of like a... Like a oh, yeah. Let's say it sounds like a porn site or something. Private <laughs> Function. <laughs> well, and the album is called Hello Assholes, 
but you would never know that because it's uh, the the album cover like is typed my, on a like like typed it's upside on a down calculator yeah upside down on a <laughs> like on a calculator yeah hello assholes um so that would be what five three well, whatever I can't seven seven what well, I can't figure it out right now but anyway well you're yeah. not gonna be good when you get pulled over and the officer asks you to do the alphabet <laughs> backwards um. Is it might be the worst, and and this is you know what this will this will speak a lot. This might be actually one of the worst album covers I've ever seen, because it's supposed to look like a I think it's, it's supposed to look like a, like a fruit machine, like a one on bandit or whatever you call it. Um, oh, a slot machine. Slot machine, yeah. And uh, fruit, it's just it's fruit just machine. It's, you know, you are a fruit machine. You're a fruit machine. <laughs> That's what we called it in England in the seventies. It was a fruit machine because it would be strawberries or whatever that would come down, right? That you'd match. Sure. Anyway. Um, so that's what the album cover looks like. So as much as I love this album, I will not buy it on vinyl because I hate the cover that much. Um, but anyway, that being said, I love this album. And one of the reasons I like it so much is because every track is kind of almost like a different sound. Like they have like an oi track. They have like a hardcore track. They have a rock and roll track. They have, it's just really, really good. And all the well, songs are good. What, I have a, I have a real similar thing about that record i've listened to it two times through but let's play the song and then i'll tell you all right so um yeah this is the song is called i could have picked any off the album i really like them all but this album is called uh season destroy from uh, hello assholes private function
Okay, that was my that, that was seize and destroy. That was oh, my oh, number one album of the year so far. That was Private Function with Seize and Destroy, like Tom said. Yes, I well, love I love that album. So, so here's my impression of that album, Neil. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was good, but I could almost pick out what band were trying to mimic with every song. Yeah, I could. Get I that. remember listening to it the first time. Like that sounds like this band. That sounds like that band. So yep. it it didn't. It didn't punch me in the gut as much as maybe, but like I said, I like a lot of songs. There's a couple I thought were annoying, but but yeah, it's it's it seems cool. So okay, so I got that wrong actually because I'm oh damn fly. Um oh I got it. Ugh. Okay. All over oh, my, oh, my thumb. Um, I was wrong. It's not a fruit machine. It is supposed to be a scratch. <laughs> it's supposed to be a scratch card. Oh, a lot of. Things. And I believe that the early versions, or very limited versions of the album, came with like real scratch. Like it had like the gold uh, trap over three of the images, and if you matched uh, all yeah. three, you got like the band came and gave you a blowjob or something. I don't know. Um, sent you a fl- they sent you a flexi. They you, yeah, they sent you a flexi. Well, they're Australian, so they sent you like a poisonous spider in the mail or some shit. Um, <laughs> a kangaroo. <laughs> But uh, anyway, yeah, that's the uh, that's the album cover is just horrendous, man. That is just so bad. Mm. Anyway, but that's the Australians. They have no taste, right? Good album, though. Yeah. So what were you going to say about it? That's uh, the, oh, yeah, that you said, a, yeah. Like I said, every song sounds like... Somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, we've been teasing what, what my favorite is and... I mean, if we had to pick one as a group, I assume this would probably be it, at least yep. as of right now. It would be, yeah. If we, if we, but no, if, this new lower class Brad's album, man. Holy cow, you put it on, the guitar punches you in the face. Bone sounds great. It's just, it's, what is it, 20, maybe 25 minutes, 11 songs? It's like 11 songs, yeah. And yeah, what I like about it so much is, like you just said, they get, like a lot of punk bands these days, or, you know, and inverted commas around the word punk, right? The, no. the, the guitars sound neutered, right? It, they've gone oh, through that blasting yeah. room thing, and the guitars just sound dangerous at all. On this lower class brats, the guitars sound fucking angry. They sound angry and in your face. And uh, I just fucking love it. And the other, the other thing older punk bands tend to do, Bad Religion, I'm looking at you. Yep. The, while their old records had a, aggression to them, yep. the new records, the singer can't really be bothered to blow their throat out anymore because they just can't sing like that. So they let them sing at like a normal, like mellow volume, and then they push it up in the mix. And that's not how punk is supposed to sound. Bones sounds raspy in this. Yep. He's singing his ass off. The guitars are loud. Uh, the songs are good. It's just. It's it's uh, I mean it's not as ramshackle as their early stuff, but it's it's really good, man. Just just solid through and through. It's a blast of energy. The whole thing is really a blast is. of energy, and it just carries you through from the and first. Another song. one, much like you know, I talked about the McCrackens thing, Be, and and this album is kind of similar in a way, just because you know if you're a big fan of punk music going back years and years, like Neil and I are, it's fun to hear little uh, nuggets, right? And Lower Class Brat's another one where they drop all these little nuggets. You know, yep. there's a little bit of, you hear a little bit of D.I., Johnny's Got a Problem on that one song. You hear a little bit of, uh, you know, the, the reference just references to things. And and there's a lot of nostalgia in this album, but I don't think it's a nostalgia album. You know what I mean? It's still a, a, a fr- angry, fresh-sounding record. 
Well, and when we interviewed Bones, and if you haven't heard that interview, you guys should go back and listen to that episode because it was a really good episode. Bones was a joy, and he'd have sat a with true, us all night. I true, think true music lover. Yeah, he'd have sat with us all night. You know, and he said how much he loves that old seventies uh, English glam stuff. And in yeah. the in the song, in the single, all the young dudes are pissed. He makes he makes you know uh, comments after comment about some of those old uh, old bands. You know, uh, yeah. quoting lyrics I mean, even or the, song yeah, titles. Even the, even the title is a nod to the Bowie. Mothable song, yeah, yeah. Only and it's, dudes, even a, yep, yep. it's even kind of a sequel to one of their old songs from one of their old songs called Glam Bastard, Glam Bastard from like yeah. late nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's so, there's so many references to to old songs. It's great. It's like that all the way through the album. And yeah, he's a real music lover, and it and, shows. And it's it's hard to be an old band to you know drop those kind of nuggets that the old fans are going to like without just becoming a parody of yourself and i don't think they do that you know it's like it's like a star wars movie you know it's like it's you got to walk a fine line between trying to make the old nerds happy and not just being a nerd fest where you don't <laughs> put anything new into it and i think this album does a good job of walking that line yeah so. no that's a good point that's and, a, and that's once a really again, I mean, I know we had him on, and you know, we become you know friends with Mark from the label and stuff. But I'm just telling, it's a great record. I wouldn't, I'm not gonna, you know, this. You should go listen to it. It's all there's to it. The proof is in the pudding, as they say. The vinyl just came out, even though we've if had it for a, months. If you're a fan of classic punk music, this is this is it, man. Yeah, just gonna scratch your itch. Yeah, you'll like it. Like I say, the vinyl just came out. I think it's on yeah. like it's, we we got it on orange. I think it yep. comes on white as well, and then it looks like there's a limited, like white orange splatter kind of so, thing. So I just saw that because I'm, like I said, I'm going to write. I'm writing about it. Um, Eight hundred on the orange marble, which is a beautiful record. I mean, I, I would. That's the standard one. It's like nineteen twenty bucks. The TKO is very fair priced. Um, and then there was the white one, a hundred of those. I think that sold out. And then they did like a a white and orange splatter, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Lower Class Brats actually has like a fan club, so you can only get that one if you're a member of their fan club. Yeah, yeah, and that's and and that's an old school idea, but I actually I actually yeah. love it. I actually love it that they're doing that and they're giving you know limited stuff to the people that you know are obviously real fans. You know, I think yeah, I think that's giving, cool. Not giving, hopefully not giving them to the flippers. Exactly. Um, the other thing I got to say about this record. And once again, you know, not to kiss Mark's ass because you know we, we become friendly with him, but the attention to detail on this record, I'm gonna the attention to detail when I go kick my dog in the freaking <laughs> kick the kidneys. Um, the inside of the jacket is like a finished black, right? Glossy. Like I noticed that too. The yeah. inside of the jacket is glossy. Yeah. The the lyric sleeve. Oh, the <laughs> sleeve with the. The sleeve of the lyrics on it is like one of those really heavy duty. It's almost like rounded edges and just, I mean, just the attention to detail on this thing. It's just, it's just a beautiful. Yeah. TKO have done a great job. Foil set into the cover. It's just, I mean, it's just all around. I know you said you weren't that thrilled with the cover, but you'd see the little picture of Susie Quattro there, right? Yeah. It was, you know what? It it wasn't the quality of the cover. It was just like the imagery that decided to use. It was dark. It was a little dark. Um, but no, I, I don't even have an issue with that. I think it's very seventies looking, you know, very noir, dark. Um, I would oh really, I would really have loved them to do that ultra box takeoff. Oh, would you want to go and see if she wants, wants to go pee? 
Because I've got a funny story to tell. I'd like you to hear it, but if you if you need to take her out, if you need to go open I mean, the door, I you can open hear the door. It. I just assume it's annoying for anybody listening. Oh no, it's fine. It's it's funny. I think I think the pop rocker. I think I think listeners I love this. So anyway, so those are so those are our top fives of the year so far. But I wanted to tell you this story because it's funny. Because and we haven't uh, played the song. We haven't actually played. Oh, the song oh I'm sorry. Yeah, let's play it. Let's play it. So we're gonna okay. play all the young dudes are pissed, right? Because those are the only two. Yeah, and, and I could I could have picked a number of different songs, but like I said, we just don't have them. We don't have them. now. By the time yeah. you hear this, you should be able to stream this. I assume. Now, if so, like I said, don't don't take my word for it. Go stream this. But there's only a thousand copies on vinyl. Yep. Eight hundred of the orange, eight, or a hundred of the white. I think which are already gone, and then a hundred of the fan club. So yeah, so you'll soon see those on Discogs for like eighty bucks. Um, so yeah, so this is all the young dudes are pissed from uh, lower class brats, and see how many see how many old uh, glam uh, tracks that you can spot references to. All right, I'll be back in a second. Let me see if the dog wants pissed. All right, buddy. Everybody, that was uh, 
lower class breaths, obviously. Tom's number one of the year so far, with all the young dudes are pissed. And knowing Tom, like I do, it's going to be really hard for any other band to jump to his number one spot, because Tom is very loyal to his bands when the uh, when he when when something clicks with him early in the year he tends to uh he tends to stick with it and play that album to death so i'd be actually very surprised if anything else jumps jumps ahead of that for him uh the rest of the year so um yeah i got a funny story to tell but i'll wait till he comes back i mean it's relatively funny i I just there's this this, as a record collector or a vinyl collector a vinyl player this uh this this tickled me to death um it really Mm. did all right i'm I'm listening i'm listening in the dog round side she might share the p i'll tell you now listening to that rainfall now i have to too but that's all right i can wait (laughs) just just, just like a minute so you know i've been going up to um up to Loud Pizza Records, you know. I go actually. Yep. I pretty much started stopping there after work on Friday most days. Actually, most weeks gotcha. actually. So it's got a hole, burning a hole, in your, money burning a hole in your pocket. Well, even if I just hang out, it's actually cool. Sure. But because I, I actually picked up some new T-shirts, so if people want T-shirts, I actually have smaller sizes again now. So you can Ooh. actually you can either order them from uh, Loud Pizza or you can order them from me, and I will uh, I will hand address it to you. So mm. just let me know. And we have stickers too. We have slightly bigger stickers than we used to. So we also give away yeah, free I stickers. Seen I haven't seen the slightly bigger yeah. shoes yet. Compliments of sticker guy. Yeah, Pete. sticker guy. Yeah, well, not compliments. I did pay for them, but um, oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, so Mike was telling me that you know he gets <laughs> any manner of kind of weird customers coming in, you know, because it's a it's a rich northern suburbs kind of town. And, um, you know, he gets a lot of punk rockers in there, actually, which is cool. But then he gets some gets some wacky locals coming in. So he had some older lady came in that ordered um, yeah, a couple of cartoony um, soundtrack albums. I can't remember if one was like a Charlie Brown album or something. Unlike Red Vinyl. And one of them was like from some other like Japanese cartoon or something, right? Um, that he had to special order. So we special ordered it just for this lady. And she came in, and she came in, bought them, and then she came, brought them back like three days later, and said, "Well, these records are skipping, skipping like crazy." So I want my money mm. back. So immediately, Mike is out because he had to special order this fucking Japanese record, right? And and now you know he, he can't return it, so he's stuck with this Japanese record that nobody else is going to want. Um, so he said to her, he said, "So what kind of turntable were you playing it on?" You know, thinking he could maybe offer, you know, maybe clean the vinyl or, you know, clean the needle or whatever. Um, she goes, I got it at Hobby Lobby. It was $20. <laughs> Come on. $20. That's, that's what she fucking told him. So the album she purchased was more expensive than oh. the fucking turntable or the record player that she, that he, that she played it on. So, you know, he was like, well, I... I'm not surprised it's skipped. It's probably an absolute piece of shit. And uh, please don't come back into my store ever again. <laughs> Put a picture right in the counter. Like, yes, man. yes, you're not welcome. So, but now, unfortunately, for the kid, he has these two fucking records he can't return. Uh, they probably don't skip. Yeah, I'm sure they're 40s, you know. <laughs> he's a kid to me. They don't skip at all, you know. But because she's got. Well, why don't you buy them? You have, like, how guilty do you feel? You want these Sesame Street records? Of course I don't. But you know, I just thought it was funny that she bought a fucking that she, a bold fate that you would even admit to that that she had a fucking turntable from Aubrey Lobby for twenty bucks. You know. I mean, I, I think you will turn it over twenty bucks. I, I mean, <laughs> the needle on a decent one's one hundred fifty bucks. Uh, like the well, stylus or whatever. Well, I know this. I know the Crossleys are like thirty thirty five bucks. 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, though I shouldn't say that because you can actually buy the the Sony that I gave to my daughter mm-hmm. and you sold to Scott. That was like your backup turntable. That was only like a hundred twenty dollar turntable. It wasn't right. horrible. No, but it's fine. I mean, that, I mean, yeah. at least at least that's that's reasonable quality. But you can imagine yeah. what a, what a piece of plastic crap a just 20, grinds a tw- <laughs> right into the right. <laughs> yeah, and it was mm. probably, you know to be twenty bucks. It was probably on special too. They're probably trying to blow them out. Nah, don't, don't so. they always have the? Aren't they the ones always have like the, the coupons? <laughs> Cool, yeah, coupon. Yeah, she probably got with a bunch of coupons, yeah, coupons. as well. So, uh, so yeah, well, so it's it's funny, you know. You know, talking about talking about stereo stuff, and you know, most of the I know a lot of people listen to us are into the old fashioned stereo stuff. But I was looking for a potential way to have a small stereo, so I just bought this thing. And I haven't even hooked it up yet. I literally just got it in a box. It's, it's ten feet from that ceiling fan I never put in. Oh wow! Um, and it's it's actually one of these kind of all inclusive, like it's almost like a cheaper version, like the Bose Wave. Okay. Where yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a room filling stereo, but it's the size of a oh, it's about the size of a guitar amp head kind of mm-hmm. size, and it's got inputs for turntable. And I I do want to be able to hook a CD player up too occasionally, but I'm gonna try it out and see how it sounds because one of my speakers is going bad. I I bought a I don't know if you've seen it, but I bought a really cool setup for my bedroom. Um, it was cheaper. It's a company called Fluence that I'd never heard of before. F L U A N C E. Expensive, expensive stuff. Yeah, well, this turntable was probably the lowest end one. It was like 150 bucks or something like that. Oh, that's bad. And uh, and so I. So you have it, a turntable in your living room, and I mean your bedroom yep. is like 15 feet, 10 feet from you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I. Boy, that that oh, that is that is. That's hardcore. So I got the Fluence turntable, and I bought the Fluence because, and it's got a preamp built in, so I don't need an amp with it. Oh, and so, and I got the Fluence uh, mic matching speakers too, that were probably like a hundred bucks. So this setup huh. is like two hundred and fifty bucks, and it's so fucking, it sounds real good. It's low fucking great. It's it's really well, it's, I'm, it's I'm funny really that surprised. Turntable I bought from you, I'm pretty sure has an amp in it too. I think I can go straight it, to speakers. It does, it does, yeah. But you haven't you have an amp, so you might as well put it through. It'll be by quality. Well, but, I'm playing um, through an old fashioned like receiver. Yeah, that's but fine it's too. Mid, it's it's mid nineties, so I don't know. Yeah, I said I don't know if I'm losing one of my speakers or if it's cause my cables are good. I think I, anyway. I'm I'm just but I you know like in the con like if a con- I like to have like a condo setup that doesn't take up much room, so I'm gonna try this. Well, that's why I like it's actually, it's actually made by Marshall. My Marshall, okay. No, by Marshall, like the amplifier company. Oh yeah, yeah, Marshall, yeah. Um, that's who the speakers. It's it's got two tweeters and a bass all in one. You know, cabinet. So we'll see. Uh, yes, it sucks. I'll put it in my bedroom. I, I'm really happy with this Fluence thing. I really am. It's white, oh. and the speakers are white and natural wood. It just looks real nice, and the sound from it is great. The the attention to detail and the quality of the build. Like even when you you know if you have the record cover, you know the uh, the the top the the record cover that you put down when you're playing. Um, even that's like good quality. Like some of them, the mm. cheaper ones, it will be like cheap thin plastic, right? And it doesn't fit sure. in the brackets, right? This one, the build quality is great, so I like mm. that. But getting back to loud pizza again, someone else Mike was complaining about, and I saw when I was in his store. Uh, he, if you order stuff from the distributor, and the distributor says, "Oh, you know, limited green vinyl or whatever," and then he gets it from them. He got like five copies of this. It was supposed to be limited vinyl, limited color vinyl. And then he ships out to his customers mail order, and they return it. It's not green vinyl. So the distributor fucked up, but again, Mike isn't able to return it. 
So he's stuck. He's stuck with this. I think I, don't, I can't remember if it was plain black vinyl or something. But the distributor told him it was green, and it's not. You know, and he's just stuck. You know, with this. Now uh. people have returned it because obviously, if you thought you were buying green vinyl and it's black, you'd return it, right? So uh, uh. He, him being in the middle, he gets stuck with that. So yeah, these are the trials and tribulations of the uh, of the of the record store guy. You know, uh. that you don't think of. Well. That'll get rid of your desire to uh, get into that business, huh? <laughs> Maybe when I retire, I'll go work for him. It's fine when I'm retired. It'll give me something to do, right? Yeah, Make- that, that, that working involves exchanging money, not just you uh, doing doing work for the... <laughs> just get me out the house, baby. Just get me out the house. You know? <sighs> and so I can make fun of people's record-buying habits, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail. Yes. I mean, you can keep sending us hate mail. We may or may not read it. I don't yes. know. We'll see. Ask us to play most screwdriver again, like it that makes, one it guy makes, did. It, honestly, it makes me laugh. It, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't really uh, cut me to the core, no. but it's because it's like, you know, I, I just think most people who freak out about something like that, it reminds me of, like comic book guy from The Simpsons who like was mad at George Lucas. He like gave him all this like free entertainment, but he thinks he owes him something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Well, the one, like, thing I, the one thing I thought was There was, was funny, a time where I didn't want to offend one listener by saying, you know what, if you don't like it, turn it off. But seriously, you know, if you don't like it, turn it off. Well, the, one, the funny thing was, I mean, we really do work hard on um, trying to keep the shows varied. It's like yeah. we'll have record store guys on, we'll have bands on, we'll have lesser known bands, label we'll guys. have more famous yeah, bands, yeah. label guys. We'll have even, our buddy even bands, we'll have famous bands. Yeah. yeah, so we do try and keep it varied like that, because I figure if it's all the same, you'd get bored and stop listening, right? But uh, apparently this this one this one uh, emailed writer didn't like uh, one of the guests we had on. Um, two, two, re- two writers. But anyway... Yeah. Yeah, but it, but, we'll it, but it but we'll it is what it is. It it, yeah. it is what it is, and we have varied guys, you know, guests on, and some. Uh, it, it was probably the it was probably the music the guy selected. That's probably what he didn't yeah. like. So you well, know, and whatever. It's, and it's and it is you know it's one of those things too. You know, man, we appreciate when somebody comes. You know, a guy like Derwood Andrews. Now I don't know. Maybe he just spends evenings at home you know being sad by himself. But <laughs> but truth of the matter is, for a guy like that to give us two hours of his time, man. That's oh a yeah. Big, it's a big deal. Yeah, or, and we, or even or even somebody who's less famous. And we're certainly not going to tell him when he wants to play his latest his latest track from his old country band. We're certainly not going to tell yeah. him. No, we can't play that. We just wanted someone else from the Generation X first album. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and, <laughs> yeah. We we let our guests pick music, and yeah, exactly. Listen, some people are going to be pissed that I played an Overkill song. They can bite me. They can all bite me, Neil. Bite me. Yeah. I mean, fast forward four minutes, it'll be fine. Yeah. That's true. You anyway. can do that on your podcast too. That's one of the beautiful things about a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Punk till I die seventy seven at Gmail. I already said that. Send your mail. Send your thoughts. Thoughts and prayers. Um, and the the Facebook group continues to uh, grow. Continues to grow. Is, we had another six members added today. Even, and, and once again, we apologize for having to wait to get your stuff put up. But that's the price we pay for not, you know, trying to be sold cheap inferior sneakers that you'll probably never get or simon cowell death wishes simon cowell death yes <laughs> so, even uh, though they, it, they 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 do seem to have dropped he must have died because we seem to have we seem well to have, it, you know when we get somebody who wants to post and they have zero friends and they're in 800 groups yes they're probably not uh not legit not going to give us some good punk rock content <laughs> Indeed, indeed, and and if you have a shitty podcast that you want to publicize, don't probably don't try and put it. In yeah, and not a, I'm not a big fan of that either. Yeah. Even though the ones that are just music without you know, because we're we're not really a music. 
we play music, but we're not like a radio show type. But yeah, if if we're direct competition, you know, I probably don't try to use a our form to to push uh, the podcast, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, you know, crappy bands all welcome. Yep. So anyway, listen, I gotta go. I, I don't actually. I don't quite have to go to bed, but God, well, you I have to like, let the dog back in, don't you? Feel like we've been. No, I just left the door open. Feel like uh, we've been talking for hours, Neil. Because you had to go cower in the basement. I am marked safe. I'm, I'm marked safe from the 2023 Jeez. Evanston man, tornado. Know, we were, I remember when we, were, when we were young punks, we saw a tornado come, we'd run towards it. Didn't have tornadoes in England, man. What are you tell, no? talking about? No, God, no. Dude, I live in Wisconsin, man. We could see them coming from two miles away. I was, <laughs> yeah, hor- I, was shit. Ter- I was terrified of tornadoes. Never, I actually never did see one, but I was I was terrified of them as a kid. I, was, I guess I was terrified of lots of things, but... Down in Champaign, man, I remember once. We now, were all, if I see a tornado, I just stab it, man. <laughs> we were all sitting on the porch at the shitty guy's house, and the, yeah. the, the sky actually went green. It was the weirdest fucking thing. Mm. Um, and for some, guys, for some reason, the guys decided to throw a bucket of paint on the ground. Uh, I don't there know why that was, but I guess the rain washed it away. Sure, it didn't have anything to do with the six cases of Schlitz that they'd... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they were, doing those whip, they were doing those whippet things, too. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, good, listen, Neil. Good old days. Pleasure. It's been yep. a pleasure as usual. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Brace thanks. yourselves for maybe two of these a week for a while. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You'll probably get this in September, so it won't be halfway through the year anymore, but what can yeah. you do? Yeah. Anyway. Thanks for listening, well, everybody. Yeah. We appreciate you. Keep a little mark in Most your heart. Year. Stay free. Yeah. We'll smell you later. Smell you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Okay. That brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart. And we'll be back the same Mark time, same Mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom.